Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 954. You know, you have to have a dream. You have to have an, a, a goal or an aim. It's like looking at a church steeple on the horizon to know where you want to get to, right? And then just, you have to have the dream. Just make a plan and then follow the plan. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Steve Pastiner. Hey, Steve, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I I am always ready for a fast ride. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Steve Pastiner is the founder of Advanced Automotive Technologies in Rochester Hills, Michigan. He's a graduate of the Arts Center College of Design and spent 22 years with General Motors Design, where he became the assistant chief designer for Buick and Chevrolet. His company, AAT, is a full in-house prototype company that provides customers with design and build solutions including full-size prototype automotive builds, steel and sheet metal fabrications, MIG and TIG welding, paint services, clay modeling, mold making, interior engineering, mechanical and fiberglass, carbon fiber and composite layups and parts. My goodness, Steve, you guys do it all. So this is very, very cool. We're going to learn a lot more about you as we go through your story, but could you at first take a few moments and share a little bit about your career and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Well, um, I guess uh, some of the unusual part of it is I was born in Europe. I was born in Hungary. And I suppose if you watch any of the river cruise ads, you'll see Budapest uh, in in those ads. And that's where I was born. Beautiful. And, uh, back then, there was there was a revolt in Hungary. And uh, the Russians were actually meddling in our elections. But they used guns and tanks. Mm. So uh, I got into some trouble and... Uh, headed for Austria and uh, made it to Austria and, and then from there to uh, Cincinnati where I had some relatives and they sort of adopted me and wow. graduated from graduated from uh, high school there and then I joined the U.S. Army and by 18 I had my parachute wings and uh, I was in the 101st Airborne and then after I got out of the Army I went to California to Art Center and Art Center is as pretty much known to be um, one of the best uh, automotive design schools. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've had a lot of guests from Art Center here on Cars, yeah. Well, there you go. So uh, I guess I'm in pretty good company. You are. And then uh, Chuck Chuck Jordan hired, and um, I got a very, very nice job at General Motors, you know, ultimately to the point where, in in retrospect, can you imagine four new cars a year? Every three thousand miles, you got a new car, whatever you wanted, you know, including <laughs> you know Grand Nationals or Iraqs and so on. Very cool. And uh, to walk away from that, it was a, a really a scary, scary thought because uh, you know, I mean, uh, it was a good job and and it was a dream job. God, since a kid, uh, and I wanted to do it. So yeah. Anyway, well, but, it's uh, a. It's a, a very cool story, a very cool entrepreneurial story. I just had a guest on the other day who was working at a very cush job with Microsoft and decided to go out and create an automotive app. And he's from India, and his parents are saying, are you crazy? Are you insane? I mean, oh, what are you God, talking about? I heard, I heard <laughs> so much about that, you know. And, and, and seriously, I, I mean, I was, 
I was so afraid of walking away from, from the job, you know, where I would turn on the TV and sleep on the sofa in front of the TV. So if I woke up in the minute, middle of the night and in terror, I, I just oh, watch TV, you know, <laughs> get my mind off it. I mean, you know, the, well, it's a great, brave thing you did, and we're going to learn a lot more about the business that you've created that, to your success, and kudos to you for doing that. But first, I want to ask you for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been important to you, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Steve, take the wheel. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell you about this, but I, I was assigned uh, in Germany to work at Opel, and, and it was a very small party, actually. It was just a just the two of us and she was really nice and uh, we were smoking not marlboros but we were smoking and and the new pink floyd album came out with the prism on the cover and there was the uh, the song the pink floyd song time mm-hmm. and if you listen to the words you know i mean on the cover i could follow the words you know and you read the words to that song and that 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 was a moment of clarity moment of inspiration how precious time is and how you are how you, you you need to make good use of your time you know and and frequently even now i'll go on, on youtube and look at that look read the you know listen to the song but mm-hmm. read the words to it and it it, it totally changed my life wow believe it or not. well so, pink floyd dark side <laughs> of the moon i believe was the title of that album yeah, i think we yes, all had a copy is, of that from it is. yeah back in those days but very interesting <laughs> now you've got my curiosity i'm gonna go have to yeah, go back and, and listen to that and, song when we're done funny thing is you know one of my guys uh you know saw me and, and he goes he says aren't you a little old to be listening to pink floyd I'm like, aren't you a little young to be listening to pink floyd <laughs> little jerk Oh, that's very cool. Well, I love that. I love that. Great source of inspiration, music, and so forth. Well, let's go back in time a little bit here and have you share a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you look back that you knew you were indeed a car guy? No. Uh, my very first word was car. My my mother never forgave me for that. <laughs> but my first word was, it was never mama or papa or anything else. It was car. Mm. And and from then on, you know, I mean, I, I was just literally nuts about cars and, and it was an addiction. I made no no uh, excuses for it, you know. And, yeah. and actually, my my first word, well, my, not my first word, but my first car, I think I was about five years old. I found it in the woods. It was a Mercedes that was a relic from World War II, and it was all shot up and had no wheels, but it was my Mercedes, <laughs> my car. <laughs> That's a pretty cool finally, story. The, the scrap drive finally took it, but yeah. but I had my Mercedes way back when. Ah, so, what, a, what a cool story. Well, I want you to share with us a challenge or a failure that you faced along the way. I mean, you chose to walk away from a, a very secure position with a major manufacturer and start your own business. That takes some chutzpah. That takes some guts. That, that's a challenge, but I'd love for you to tell us about a big failure or challenge you faced and how that experience taught you some great lessons to move forward. No, I, I guess that's basically it is, is to just overcome your own fears, you know, and, and you have to know yourself enough. And I mean, nobody knows you better. And no matter what other people tell you, 
you, you just kind of have to, you know, follow your own North Star and, and, you know, whatever your dreams are, you have to follow that because, you know, I mean, again, this this is the one time that you come by here. That's the only chance you get at life. Sure. And, uh, you know, so quitting the job was basically to overcome your fears and, and uh, follow what you believe in. Well, it's it's one of those things that sounds so easy, but it's a huge challenge. So if there's a takeaway from that experience, that very brave, bold mood you made that you could share with a listener out there, what would it be? I think you have to have a vision. You know, you have to have a vision and you have to understand what you want. You know, and in, in that sense, again, I have to say that that you have to know yourself and you have to know what's important to you and how you imagine yourself you know, five, 10, 15 years from now, you know, mm. I'm a little old for that, but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, it's never yeah. too old to dream. That's for sure. <laughs> right. You know, but basically, so, so that's where the challenge is, is, is overcoming your own fears is, is the biggest challenge. I yeah, think, I in, think so. I think you're right. Well, well, let's talk about a career aha moment. And it may be that moment you decided to start your own business, but is there a big aha in your past that you'd like to share? I, I don't know if you call an aha moment. It's kind of like in a business, you have a mountain to climb. And then when you mount, when you climb that mountain, you realize that there's the next mountain to climb and then the next mountain. Eventually, you look down and you say, well, the view is pretty good from here. <laughs> but uh, it's not really an aha moment. It's, it's sort of like I, I imagine a professional race driver. You know, you'll win a race, but the next thing he'll think about is next week's race. Right. You know? And so it never really ends or it's never really, okay, here I am at the mountaintop and I'm, I'm happy now because, because there's the next challenge, whether you put it to yourself as the next challenge or by default, there's the next challenge coming up, you know, meeting payroll, meeting uh, deadlines, meeting, uh, you know, expectations and all of those. Those are daily challenges that in, in business, you can't just say, okay, this is a moments that will, that will change direction in business. That, that's, that's somewhat different, you know, but those are, those are maybe pursuing new opportunities. And, and sometimes they present themselves in, in a snap and right now, and that is, that may be an aha moment, or maybe you are guiding the business towards the direction that you think it, it might be more. Uh, interesting, more profitable, more solid, more, you know. I, I can't really mention an aha moment as being a, a real milestone, but rather it's like scenery going past and, okay, we got past this town as well, and now we're going <laughs> to the next one, you know. Sure. Well, one of the things that stands out to me when I look at advanced automotive technologies is all the different services that you provide. I mean, it's it, the menu is very, very vast. And uh, I have to remind you that I'm quite old now, and, and what I would like to do is, is uh, you know, sort of uh, find a little more time for myself and find a little more time so that, that uh, you know, as you know, I've lost my wife, that I don't want to go into that one. But, you know, maybe I'd like to do a little more traveling. I'd mm -hmm. like to visit friends I haven't seen in a long time. And, and in a sense, uh, what I'm trying to do, as you know, we're doing these uh, commemorative uh, Corvettes and, and I'm done doing those. But um, now we're kind of an adoption agency between, you know, sellers and buyers, you mm. know, and, and uh, we'll bring the cars in and, and go through them again and make sure that they're tip top. 
and then connect with with a buyer. Yeah. So that's that's uh, kind of maybe it's it's the next turn of events or it's the next change in direction a little bit. You know. But. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk. I want to. I want you to talk about that a little bit more in a second. But first, I'm going to ask you about a proudest career or business moment. No doubt. You're a mature gentleman. You've been around for a while, right? We'll put it that way. So, yes. So, um, and may yeah. I ask how old you are today? Uh, 75. 75 and still still working in the field of passion that you've been involved in, which is very cool. But is there a proudest career moment you could share with us? Yeah, it, it wasn't a moment for celebration. It just seems like at, at a moment like that, you kind of sit back and uh, this reflection of saying, oh, my God, this is really cool. You know, instead of breaking open the champagne, you just kind of sit quietly in the moment and just <laughs> relish the moment. You yes. Know? You know, but, well, I don't know if I mentioned, but as a kid, I used to go to the American embassy and I'd be drawing Buicks because Buicks were always the international car, uh, you know, for embassies. Or mm-hmm. it, it just seems like Buick was more international and um i would have uh you know I, i'd sketch the car i'd do a drawing of the car show to the chauffeur and then you know befriended a lot of chauffeurs and every now and then they say yeah well you know i'm going somewhere i can take you but i can't bring you back because i have to pick up some vip and so on so i'd ride in this fancy buick you know cool well as many years later, you know, after I left, Buick came to us and asked asked me to design him a car that kind of represents Buick through the years. Wow! And and that was the Buick Blackhawk. I don't know if you are familiar with the car, but I remember that car. Yes, it was. Well, we built that for Buick that represented the Buick through the years. It had the four fifty five engine. It had retractable top. You had the 39 Buick had the first vertical grills, you know, that, that's so characteristic in Buick. So we used that. And, and it, it was a modern resto retro rod with, uh, like I said, a retractable top at a 455 engine, Riviera interior and so on, you know. Well, that thing was wild because the top would go back and go back into the trunk space, right? Kind of like that yes, old Ford. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we built that's a carbon fiber top, and we built the whole thing here, you know, and it made the cover of Auto Week, you know, and that issue of Auto Week was the single highest selling issue of Auto Week ever. You wow. Know? And and they did a wonderful article on it, and and uh, you know, when you see that, I mean that that is a that's a moment for reflection. Yes. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I love that car, and I'll. I'll remind our listeners to go back and Google the Buick Blackhawk, and you'll see the the car that uh, Steve's talking about. I love the rear end of that car; it was absolutely spectacular. The way that you know, it, it was, you know, and, and we took it to a drag strip actually, so it it really ran too. Yeah, you know, yeah, a, very cool. Well, fast car. Well, let's. Uh, I'm going to have you go back in time and talk about your first really special car. That first car that you got that had great meaning for you. What was that vehicle? Well, it was that junk Mercedes that was all <laughs> shot up. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, other than that, um, the, the other card I absolutely loved were the 53 Studebaker, you know, the hard top, the, mm-hmm. the wedge front end, not the thinned ones. The 53 was the purest, most beautiful. It's referred to as the low EQ. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was Bob Burke who, who did most of the design on that. And probably Exner had something to do with it as well. The, the department head at Art Center had one, 
And uh, my job was to take down the flag and take out the mail and sweep out the front lobby and clean the conference room and stuff like that. And he just pulled up with his new Buick. And I said, hey, uh, do you still have the Studebaker? And he says, yeah, I'm trying to sell it. And I said, oh, my God. You know, I said, I don't want to know how much. He says, give me 50 bucks for it and it's yours. There you go. So I didn't have 50 bucks, but eventually I did come yeah. up with $50. Yeah. I mean, between tuition and art supplies and all that. Oh, of course. But anyway, so I, I got the $50 back together and, and I drove that car back here to from, from California and I've owned it for 53 years, believe it or not. Oh, I just sold it. Goodness. I just sold it this last summer. Wow. To a friend who will restore it. It stays in the family. Nice. I mean, not, you know, but yeah. so he'll restore it. I get to drive it. So that's, oh, but that's... I, I love that car, you know, yeah. and that, that was one of the prettiest cars. Ever. Ah, wonderful story. Well, it kind of leads to the next question about seller's remorse. Is there a car you've owned that you've let go that you wish you had back? Yeah, it was, it was a Mercedes Gullwing. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That was, I, I had to make a choice, you know, either kill the company or and keep the car or sell the car and keep the company. Of course. It, was a, it was a tough, tough choice, you know, but yeah. it's the company's more your alter ego than the car. So that's what happened. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love to have that car back, you know. No so doubt. I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, well, we'll move on. That, I know that that's one, a, that one hurts. I know. 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 I've got a couple of those in my life, too, so I understand 100%. Well, let's talk about today and the new year, and what has you excited and fired up in your life right now? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy project that it's been hanging on, and now hopefully that I have a little more time to get to work on it. And uh, the background to it is, is a friend of mine had a Renault Alpine, you know, the A110. It's a really cool little car. It's a rally type car. And I wanted one, but instead uh, I thought, okay, we can take a Carmen Ghia and take the body of a Carmen Ghia and put it on a 914. Ooh. As long as the as long as the 914 has a small block Chevy in the back, <laughs> then, okay. you can, then you can have a fast, good-looking, good-handling Carmen Ghia that looks like a little exotic, looks every bit as good as a Renault Alpine, you know. Whoa. So that's what we're working on. That's what, that's, that's what we're working on. It's insane. It's not going to be worth anything when I'm done with it, you know, but... Uh, Wow. You know, I love the Carmen Ghia because I had one in high school, so they have a special place the beautiful in my low heart. Cars, beautiful you know. low cars. Not that fast. Mine, of course, I had to, no. I put a little bigger 2110cc motor in it, so it did go a little bit okay, faster. That, but yeah, a, a V8? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's something well, else. Well, yeah, so it'd be the 914. It's, uh, so we have the 914. You know, that's fairly common. Mm-hmm. But small block Chevys in 914s. It's just to mate the two together to mate the Carmen Ghia body onto the 914. Is. Nice. But the wheelbase is the same. The track is about the same, so the track will be a little wider. Mm-hmm. It's going to look like a mid-engine Cobra. Nice. I can't wait to see that. Make sure you send me pictures along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Steve. If you were a car, what kind of car would Steve be and why? I don't know if you saw the little picture of the Eldorado that I sent you. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that's my car. That's me. I, I got to design it, got to build it, got to do it exactly the way I wanted it. I had no other input from anybody else. So that's that's kind of me. You that's know, it, you. It's, okay. It's sort of inspired by the Lancia Stratos, but this has a bigger engine, and it's you know it's 
that's basically, that's me. Very cool. Very cool. A one unique guy. Well, Steve, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Steve, we are back, and we're entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. (laughs) What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I Well, this has to be quick, but Bear McGuire did an interview with with, uh, Bill Warner and and myself, and I blurted out that I love the show because of the cars, and Bill Warner said, no, I love the show. His show, this the one he puts on uh, at Amelia Island. And he says, it's the people. Mm. It's the car people because you generate friends and you can mention any car component. And if the guy reacts, you've got a best friend for life. And yep. it seems that that seems to be. I think it's absolutely true. Yep. It's uh, come up many, many times here on Cars. Yeah, it really is about the people and how it brings people together. The cars are just a, a platform to carry us to that point. Right, but they're nice platforms. Very nice. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Now, would you share a personal habit that you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Well, I don't know if there are many successes, but but I'd I'd say, you know, you have to know yourself. You know, other people maybe in your career have done evaluations of you, but you have to do your own evaluation about yourself, of yourself, and be honest about it because nobody else knows you better, you know. 
and and to fight your fears and your self-doubt and so on. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I, I, I was a paratrooper, right? And every instinct in your body tells you not to go out that door, you know. No kidding. Right? Yes. <laughs> and, and if you can make yourself go out that door, then you know yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And well, you know who you are. And by the way, Steve, thank you for your service. I really appreciate it. Oh, God, I mentioned Very that, much too. so. Now, how about a resource? There are a lot of great resources these days. Uh, is there one that you could share with us? Well, uh, you know, this is this is really self-serving. I mean, we have the um, it's it's called AZ AutoZone and or Pastiners. You know, if you Google it, it's we have a store that caters entirely to the auto enthusiasts, and we we sell like 187 kinds of magazines, car magazines only. Uh, models, videos, clothing, books, uh, all the latest books, and so on. So, um, and I, I get to uh, steal stuff from there every now and then. <laughs> well, tell our listeners <laughs> again, real briefly, what is the website so they can find it? It's com. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? I'd probably do Dr. Porsche. I mean, the guy was so incredibly creative, and and uh, that some of the things that you know, I mean, torsion bar suspension and and uh, building the auto union cars, being also with the SS Mercedes, uh, you know, race cars, and and he was so versatile and so so uh, universal that uh, you know, I mean, the first car was an electric car that he built, you know, so it's uh, he would be the one. I think so. Yeah, I'd love to sit down and talk to him myself. How about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? I I often refer to uh, the book by Bob Lutz as Guts. Mm, yes. It, it shows how to be a leader, how to deal with people, how to deal with uh, customers, with other companies, how the industry works. And it's really a revelation. And it, it's it's easy reading because he has such sense of humor. And, and the way he writes uh, is, is just... Uh, a revelation with each page, you know. It, it, I like that book very much, and I like I said I refer to it often. Absolutely, it sits on my shelf, and it's a book that anybody, any entrepreneur, or anyone in the automotive industry should have on their shelf as well. And I'll remind our listeners: you can find links to all these great resources Steve has shared with us today on his show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah dot com, type in Steve Pastiner, P A S T E I N E R. It's the spelling of his last name, and you'll find all these great links. All right, Steve, we're up to the fun question here, and I call this one the doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. doesn't matter what it costs because I'm paying for it. So what's it going to be and why? just want to keep the hell, though. The little, uh, you know, the car that I built, I designed, I, it's, it's a reflection of me, and I, I feel very, very lucky that I have that. I mean, uh, you know, there's there's not another car that I covet or dream or, or you know, I mean, that's what I coveted, that's what I wanted, and now I have it. So and and what's, kinda, what's the name of that car again? We call it the Haldo, H-E-L-D-O, because it, it, the long name is Haldorado, because it has the North Star strap behind your back, you know. I see. So if if you if if even if you Google Heldo, H E L D O, it will come up on on uh, on the pictures. You there know? you go. So there you go. Well, I'm very happy you already have the car you you love cuz that means I don't have to buy you a car. So you're you're going to be a cheap date today, Steve. I appreciate that. 
Uh, most people are picking Ferrari GTOs or uh, something very, very expensive. No, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> just but can I just relate something about the Ferrari GTO? If Please, you can, yes. Uh, just you know, we're standing in front of the Ritz at, at the Amelia Island, and you know. I mean, all the fancy cars that rolled up was unbelievable. You know, one Ferrari after the other and, and Lamborghinis and Rolls-Royce convertibles. And up comes this real Ferrari GTO that was like $35 million. And, and it looked like, I mean, it had dead bugs on the windshield and he had these luggage in the back. And with that, as he appeared in that crowd, he just kind of castrated everybody who was <laughs> driving Lamborghinis <laughs> and Ferrari. Yep. You know? It yeah. looked like he was going to have it valet park. But anyway, I, that's my short story on that. Well, you know, I love it when people drive these classic cars. That's what they're meant to be done. And, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have the wealth to have a car like that, well, yeah, why the heck not? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. why the heck not yeah. to go out and drive it? You know, it's just uh, absolutely brilliant. Love it. Well, Steve... You've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better, and I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with me and the Car Shout listeners. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Eldo? <laughs> okay, well, we have to wait till the snow melts here. Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, here, you know, you have to have a dream. You have to have an, a, a goal or an aim. It's like looking at a church steeple on the horizon to know where you want to get to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just, you have to have the dream. Just make a plan and then follow the plan. There you go. Make a plan, work the plan. It's as easy as that, folks, <laughs> with a little bit of work and effort added in there. And what's the best way, again, for our listeners to learn more about you and your business? Well, we have a website. Uh, it's aatcars.com. So it's A-A-T-C-A-R-S. It's Advanced Automotive Technologies. Perfect. And again, the other website for all the goodies that they can go and, and partake in? That's AZ AutoZone. There you go. Awesome. Well, listeners, I'll make sure I put links to all these websites and everything Steve has shared on the show notes page here at CarsYeah.com. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type Steve or Steve Pastiner into the search bar, and I would encourage you to check out what this gentleman has been up to. He's certainly been living the automotive dream, that's for sure. <laughs> Steve, thanks for being oh, so God. generous today Mark, with your – Yeah, it was great talking with you, and we'll keep in touch. Well, thank you, Steve, for being so generous with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I will see you down the road. Look forward to that. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!